On this episode, we review the Senate Commerce Committee decision not to increase the mandatory retirement age for Part 121 pilots from age 65 to age 67. We'll also discuss how the FAA now allows a pilot to check the status of their medical application review in real time and why FAA correspondence always seems to be so confusing. All on the Mayo Clinic Clear Approach Podcast, your home for aerospace medicine that matters. Echo 570, Clear Metro, Purchase on the way, 4 left. Echo 470, traffic, Tom, 38 miles, 3,600, descending for the parallels on RJ. I'm looking 570, Welcome back to Mayo Clinic Clear Approach. I'm Mitch Nelson. And I'm Clay Cole, your medical co-pilots coming to you from Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. Hey, did you know that the FAA has a new feature added to MedExpress that allows pilots to check the status of their medical certificates online throughout the application process in real time? Wow. So kind of like checking your pizza progress online or maybe your ride-sharing status on your smartphone, huh? Yeah, sort of. Pilots can bypass having to wait on hold when calling Oak City, and just look it up online. As soon as the application is submitted, it will appear in the pilot's MedExpress profile. Cool. Then status updates will change as the application moves through the FAA review process. Mm -hmm. But keep in mind that if an application is deferred or more information is needed or it's denied, uh, the applicant will receive detailed information through the mail. Yeah, so that's sort of like the IRS only contacts people via the mail. So you won't get an email from someone at the FAA. Yeah, and I guess the FAA is working on simplifying the language and the letters that they send as well. (laughs) Well, that would be a bonus. I mean, right now it seems like, you know, a bunch of lawyers pile in an administrative office somewhere and they try to come up with the most complex way to draft a two or three page letter and just leave you totally confused. So it's sort of like, how can we really make these pilots fear us and confuse them all at the same time? Uh, Mitch, I I heard that your dog is uh, getting some medical work this week. Yeah, she is. My co-pilot, Stella, is uh, actually, as we speak right now, at the vet, and she's uh, she's under anesthesia, and she's getting her teeth cleaned. Kind of a big deal uh, for an older dog. Yeah, that's actually a thing. They clean dog teeth? They do. They do. Um, and it's definitely a good thing, because her breath is worse than mine after a few cups of coffee. Boy, I'm telling you, that must cost three prices to have the... Uh dog go to the is it a dog dentist or what well they do have those um and in her case uh it's just it's the vet that she's been seeing 
for several years. So that, she knows her very well, but, you know, she's uh, getting up there. She's 11. So she's seeing the vet in the box. And then she's going to be seeing us for uh, FAA Pilot Medical. I'm I'm sure that'll go over well. and uh, it's, There may be a few special issues. We, we usually ask our pilots when they have to sign the form that says they've used their CPAP for obstructive sleep apnea, whether or not they put it on their dog or their girlfriend. And so is that mean with you we have to really wonder? You may have to, you know, but she does use it for at least 75% of the time on five or more greater nights. Oh, really? And at more than six hours per night, of course. Six hours per night. In other news, have you heard the debates on mandatory retirement for Part 121 pilots? You know, the age 67 proposal. Yeah, very interesting. You know, it was reported that the U.S. Senate Commerce Committee voted on legislation to boost FAA safety inspector and air traffic controller staffing, but they declined to endorse raising the airline pilot retirement age up to age 67. Of course, it's 65 now. And, you know, Mitch, if you remember, the House of Representatives voted last summer in July 351 to 69, they voted on a bill to reauthorize the FAA itself, and that included language that would hike the mandatory pilot retirement age to 67. Now, recently, the Senate Commerce Committee voted 14 to 13 to reject the retirement age increase after the FAA said it would prefer additional research was conducted before Congress raised the actual age. So now... As the House and Senate reconcile the bills that were passed, it sounds like that age bump's on hold. While the differences between their five-year authorization bill, which was that was about $107 billion they're going to spend, they'll need to be resolved or reconciled. It seems like there's inertia to improve more funding for FAA inspectors, at least after, of course, that recent in-flight emergency involving an Alaska Airlines Boeing 737. You remember where the plug door popped out in flight? You know, it seems like it wasn't that long ago when they moved the retirement age from age 60 to 65. Yeah, you know, going all the way back to 1959, The FAA established a rule, of course, called the Age 60 Rule, that required airline pilots to retire upon reaching their 60th birthday. And so, since that time, there had been many unsuccessful petitions to exempt people from the rule and many unsuccessful challenges to the rule in court. But, as you might remember, back in December of 07, the Fair Treatment for Experienced Pilots Act, what a name, right, let the pilots fly until they reached age 65, Provided they pass medical tests taken twice a year, like they do now to retain a class one medical. And it also mandated that air carriers perform additional proficiency checks on pilots over the age of 60, such as line checks every six months. Right. But doesn't the IKO rule still limit pilots from flying internationally after age 65? Yeah. You know, I think that may be one factor holding this up as well. You know, current international rules would still prevent pilots older than 65 from flying in most countries outside the U.S. Of course, who would be the most senior captains flying internationally? Yeah, it's those more than the age of 65. So a little bit of a conundrum there. Right. You know, it's sort of curious that Congress is pushing to fund more FAA inspectors 
but not necessarily hiring more folks to help out on the air medical certification arena where there's been a huge issue for pilots requiring review to get special waivers. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think we all know that the issues with delays in aeromedical certification are just immense uh, at multiple levels. Now, while the FAA has made improvements, you know, there's certain areas that have really struggled with lack of staffing. You know, and I think that the move from age 60 to 65 occurred without any real medical research data to demonstrate safety in doing so. You know, now I guess, well, I mean, if you look back, granted, there's not been exactly planes falling out of the sky with old captains at the helm due to medical issues. Yeah, but good thing. Yeah, well, without data, I mean, where do you draw the line, right? I mean, should pilots be allowed to fly until they 70 or why not 75, right? And so some business aviation jobs actually allow for that under part 91. But why can single pilot operations with jets go on much older than pilots flying for the, you know, the major airlines? And so personally, I think there should be a hybrid solution that involves some increased medical scrutiny and operational performance at certain age threshold. Of course, the problem is there's our there's pilots that are 70 who look and are physiologically more like 50-year-olds and, of course, vice versa. And so age probably isn't the best variable to consider from a medical standpoint anyway. Right. And although we have a pilot shortage right now, that keeping the mandatory retirement age at 65 will definitely not address what happens when we have a surplus of pilots or an economic downturn. Like we've seen in the past with, you know, those massive furloughs. Yeah, you know, I don't exactly see them decreasing the age of mandatory retirement once it's been, you know, set at a certain threshold. So I agree that, you know, having better medical data will play a critical role moving forward. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast, and we look forward to having you join us on future episodes. Remember that if you encounter a health-related question pertaining to your aeromedical certification, you can reach our Clear Approach website at clearapproach.mayoclinic.org for an online consultation. Don't forget, send your comments and suggestions for future podcasts to aeromed, A-E-R-O-M-E-D, at mayo.edu. Zoff Landings, and make it a great day.